0: Hello, brothers and sisters, I'm glad to be with you once again on this Tuesday. We're talking about grace and faith. Now, you know what? When I I minister, I always minister with a purpose. So I want to tell you that purpose. My purpose is to break condemnation off of you. My purpose is to make you have an understanding that you've been made righteous, just as if you'd never sinned. My purpose is to break that stronghold of religiosity off of you to get you out of religion, religiosity, legalism, glory. Because, see, I've been ministering on breaking strongholds and teaching on what you shouldn't do. And now it's time for me to show you that even though you shouldn't do certain things, that you're still saved by grace through faith. Now, it has to be a balance. Some people only teach grace and never teach the whole counsel of God. That's why Paul said in the book of Acts, I think it's Acts, the 20th chapter, I have not shone to declare unto you the whole counsel of God. See, when you read all of Paul's writing, it's not just Romans and Hebrews. It's also Corinthians. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Well, he correct Christians that are not practicing uh, righteousness. But if you'll notice, Paul never said they wasn't saved. He called them a brother. See, he said if a brother or a sister is doing these things, don't fellowship with them. He never said they wasn't saved. And I hope you all caught that. See, so Paul understood. See, you have to understand the same man that wrote not to company with fornicators also wrote that you saved by grace through faith. So it's a balance to it, See? First, he affirmed the people by grace, letting them know that their salvation was strictly by believing and trusting in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then he got around to teaching them. See, see what happened in the the Corinthian church. They knew that they were saved by grace and they had the spiritual gifts operating, but they was practicing a lot of immorality. So he had to come and correct that. And that's what I I was doing. See, if you practice immorality, you're going to set yourself and your family up for failure. That don't mean you're not born again. It just means you might die quicker than you want to, though. You can show in your days, because whatsoever a man sowed, he got to reap. So if you sow to the flesh, you're going to reap other flesh corruption. But if you sow to the spirit, you're going to reap life everlasting. So there is a sanctification process. See, when I first got born again, see i got my wife was putting we was dating at the time she was putting olive oil in my shoe and praying over me she wasn't born again herself we was dating fornicating or whatever i'm just being honest and but she'll go to church i didn't go to church i had missed 10 years from church i grew up in the church but i stopped going well she was putting olive oil in my shoe i got born again i heard russian mighty wind On the altar one day, and it wasn't even a tornado or anything outside. This was before I read about it in the book of Acts. Make a long story short, when we was driving home, I was shaking the whole time. Every three, every five or 20 seconds, my body a gyrate, being touched by the anointing of the Holy Ghost. You see what I'm saying? And uh, I, I immediately, like a few weeks after that, started laying hands on the sick, and they'll recover. I prayed for the German Shepherd sniper one time. And when I I closed my eyes, I was praying for him. And when I opened my eyes, he was shaking with the same anointing that was on me. Why am I telling you this? I'm trying to make a point. While I was doing these things, I was still practicing fornication. So it took me a few months after that, probably a year from that point, to get married, you know, and stop drinking and all of that. Cause God was dealing with me, but see, I was already saved when I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I, I was saved right then. Don't let nobody tell you differently. They they want they see up to them. You're saved whenever they deem you holy. See, they they want you to act a certain way or don't wear certain things. But none of, if you read the New Testament, none of that is in there. What in there is in there. It tell you don't fornicate and stuff like that. Or uh, uh, you know certain things, not don't don't lie, don't steal, a certain thing, or cut be covetous. Certain things that say don't do, which is all the works of the flesh. But some things people come up with is not in the Bible. Not not wearing makeup, not um not putting on apparel. All that's not in the Bible. You can wear apparel. You see what I'm saying? You can you can <laughs> you can comb your hair and put on makeup. So what what people do is they re- relate holiness to their thoughts see teaching for commandments tradition and doctrine of men you see what i'm saying you got to wear suit the church and you can't you got to shave your face can't wear jury All so men teach for commandments tradition and doctrine of men that's what jesus came up against jesus one time rebuked a bunch of them because they wanted him to wash his hands how many of y'all have been told wash your hands for ye? do you know it says in the scripture, Jesus didn't wash his hand before before he ate and the and the Pharisees and all of them was mad at him. And then Jesus said, because they believe in washing their hands and washing dishes, you know, washing cups and all that. You know, we do that right now It's a tradition, but you know, that's what they was mad at Jesus about because he didn't keep that tradition. So brothers and sisters, you got to remember that you're saved by grace through faith. You're simply saved by confessing to Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Make him your Lord. Don't just say it with your mouth, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. Then you're born again. Now, when you begin to know that you're born again, that's when you're gonna stop doing the stuff you're doing. People won't be able to stop doing what they're doing without them knowing who they are. You have to teach people who they are and be patient and let the Lord. Clean them up, but you cannot lie to them and tell them that they're not saved, because if you do, you're telling them a lie. Because the Bible say, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, you're born again. That's what the books say. So for us to try to tell people something different is to lie to them. So let's go to Romans the third chapter verse one. It said, What advantage then hath the Jew, or what profit is there circumcision? Now in the old covenant. The, the rules and regulations and the way to God was through only through the, the Jewish uh, race. And you enter into the covenant by the males being circumcised. That's how they got in the covenant. When you got circumcised, you was in covenant. Covenant means to cut and it also mean agreement. See, so that's how they entered into covenant with God or agreement with God. The first covenant was through Abraham, I believe, because um, Abraham brought some animals and slew the animals and God gave him a vision. And then a second time, Abraham took his son up to be offered and then God let a ram come out of the uh, thicket. So the covenant was was God's blood represented the animals. See, first Old Testament animals and then the ram on, on the mountain. But then Abraham had to join up with the covenant too by being circumcised. See, God told him to circumcise himself and be perfect. Now that's the old covenant. See what I'm saying? Abraham was it was in it by faith first, but then on the or uh, uh, then he had to circumcise himself so God can bring in everybody. So under the new covenant, you come in by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. See? So you have to remember that. And, and I'm not, I, you know, I support Israel. Don't I don't want you all to misunderstand me? But it was Jews that went to hell. How many understand that? You know, some of them killed Jesus. Now the twelve disciples were all Jews, but all Jews wasn't in covenant with God. How many understand that because they killed Jesus? So what? What this is saying is, when, when you when you drop down a little bit to verse uh uh ten. It says, as it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understand it. There is none that seek it out to God. They are all gone out of the way. They are together become unprofitable. There is none that do it good, no, not one. Their throat is an open sepulcher. With their tongues have they used deceit. The poison of wasps is under their lips. Now you call their mouth an open graveyard. A sepulcher is where you bury people. So God is giving you an idea of what the problem is. See, I wanted to cover more things, but I'm out of time. But the way into the kingdom of God is confession. See, God has wanted you to know he gave the law so all the miles would be stopped. If I could have kept reading, I would have got to that. So every man will know that you can't be holy enough to deserve heaven. I see people trying to do this and do that and do this and do that to be holy. Holiness is believing on the Lord Jesus Christ, confessing him as your Lord and Savior. I got a lot to say. I'm out of time. Be blessed.